0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: Well, it's a disaster here at 2400 Market. (laughs) Smells like French fries. We can't locate the fries. It's a a disaster.
2: I think Um, it was a personal uh, order well.
1: Listen, you can't do that it, it, again. The, the, there's a lot of flaws in this building, mostly the toilets. Um, but the, the big one is that the the microwaves are right next to the on-air studio, so you smell everything. You I mean, know, <laughs> now usually it's. Popcorn. Well, we have Popcorn Lady. We haven't seen her in a little bit. She was back last week. Yeah. So it was like every day at one point. But one time I, I,
2: I heated up salmon. Yeah, you
1: heated up salmon
2: and, <laughs> and everybody stunk. At it yeah, everybody, everybody snapped.
1: But I think, like, you can't heat up fries that close to the on air studio because you get hungry. And I, I it is like, strong, right? I guess now. I'm speaking for you. I get hungry <laughs> and I start thinking, I thought there's a food drop, a, a, a food drop of French fries. Yeah. And it was a little late, you know, so you it
2: know, is a little late in the day for a food drop.
1: <laughs> yeah. But either way, go get my hopes up. You know? It's the key to life. Never have hope. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. We'll get back to uh, all your phone calls here, but it's time for a Top 5-5 with Francisco Roja. All right, so I'm glad
3: you guys brought up the uh, Kyle Filipowski thing earlier. Yep. Um, Because I'm for court storming still. Even after it, there's been a lot of talk about, well, should it be banned, should it not? I'm still for it. Okay. But... You know, it made me think of, what about some annoying things that happen at sporting events? I, li- I like uh, court storming, but what about top five things that, uh, you know, that people do that are annoying at sporting events? Okay. So, number five. People that don't know what they're talking about at the game that are in the, in the, uh, in the back row, in the row behind you, and they, uh, they c- continuously throughout the game, uh, you know, just talk like they know what they're talking about when right. they don't. Well, how do you they're, know? The, how
1: do you know they don't know what they're talking about? Uh, because you just you just know, yeah. So yeah. You, you're, you're you're grading their take. <laughs> yeah. Know.
3: And I'm just grading it throughout the game.
1: Yeah, yeah like so, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, it's it, like that know-it-all. You know what I mean? Yeah, the know-it-all thing. Yeah. Now, yeah. and they're usually asking a lot of questions, which is also annoying. Um, you experience this more at uh, well, I guess football games. I haven't been to like an Eagles game, like game game, in a while like, in the stands. Um, but I feel like in the in with baseball games, I feel like it happens a lot, and that always I I get yeah. very, very offended.
2: Yeah, you know, it's been a while since I've been in the stands at a game.
1: <laughs> well, Philly's games, you're, you, you've been in these, some of these postseason games.
2: Well, not in the stands.
1: That's not true, though. But you, you
2: know what? You're right. You're right even standing where we're at watching the games, that's enough. To, that's a lot of dialogue there.
1: Yeah, the nice part about the postseason games is that the people there are, are really focused on what's going on in yeah. the game. See, it's not like the, the middle of August, mm-hmm. eh, who really cares? Yeah,
2: nobody's really having casual conversations in the postseason. No, m- most people are clenched. We're locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clenched.
1: Unclench your butt cheeks. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> All right, that's number five. All right. Yep. Uh, number four, uh, marriage proposals.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. They're, um, all they're That's played definitely lame, They're yeah. corny.
1: You know what I mean? It's like, all right, dude. Cool. Like, I'm done. We need to, uh, for all the women out there, we need to stand up to this. <laughs> Start saying no.
2: Just Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That'll stop that it. Will be, that'll make it fun. We need, yeah. to,
1: we need to make a whole movement. Start saying no to the guy that proposes at the sporting event. Just say no. And, and we'll, put a, we'll put an end to the, the stadium proposals.
2: Yeah. And, and honestly, the women probably do not want it. Obviously they, they they appreciate it, and most of them do say yes. I don't think I've seen one that says no. Could but you, could you imagine one like shoulder shrug? <laughs> well, I think most of them would just because it's a public forum. You say yes because you don't want to embarrass him, but then you say no when you get back, right? right. Like now when you know you're not ready for marriage yet. I know. You, you do realize I just caught you cheating two weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of these dudes proposing just cuz they trying to get back in the good grace right. of their fiance.
1: Yeah. The stadium proposals are are very very innovative.
2: I'm with you on that. Yeah, they've gotten they've gotten I'm right. out on I'm out on on a stadium. That's why I didn't want Travis to do it. Right. right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, no. I came around to your way of thinking. By the end. about like, the,
2: the, the Travis and it'd Taylor. It'd be a
1: little lame. Yeah. It'd be a little lame. Yeah, you don't do that with
2: Taylor Swift. Travis was uh was, you, better, you better take her on a uh and vacation I'm, somewhere, yeah. or island or something. And, or France or yeah, something. Yeah, come back to the room and you got the, the, all the flowers on the floor and the bed and the heart shape and all of that. Right.
1: Do it big. You got to do it <laughs> yeah, big. Then do it big. And then do it big. He, uh, he was he was, following her around now. Uh, he was at her concert over the weekend. I saw that. So this is the.
2: going to be a lot of that this all season. This is
1: going to be the next step of the travel I really do hope
2: they make it back for one more year. One more year. At least, at least one more.
1: One more year of Jason <laughs> and one more year of, of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yep. What's next? Uh, number three.
3: Uh, so two ways to go here. I hate the people that fight over t-shirts when they're getting shot in the crowd. <laughs> oh like yeah. Like it's just a t-shirt. Yeah. It's like 10 bucks dude. Like it go, go to uh, Modell's no, no, doesn't ride it no, not,
2: not Not in the stadium well, then not in well, you, know I mean. you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Well those ones are the equivalent of 10 dollars. <laughs> it's
1: the wrong kind of cotton. You know it's not like a, a nice shirt. It's always like
3: the, the cheapest is. one possible. Yep. Yeah, And the the other way is uh, uh baseball games when uh, there's a foul ball, like like 15 people fight over a foul ball, man. Well, I mean, just, at least that's kind of special. You know? It is, but like it's not like oh get out of my way, that's my ball. Like we don't need to be injuring each other for it,
1: <laughs> right? Like let's let's not do that. Well, and then there's foul ball guy or whatever, uh, Zach Campbell who's
3: yeah,
2: he shows up to the right spot. Dude, he is the worst. Why? Oh, he's just so no—he's he's
1: a cornball, absolute cornball.
2: <laughs> really, I yeah. didn't even know you guys feel this way. Yeah, no. Nah. I thought you'd find it cool that he drives to all these stadiums and he's trying to catch home it's run. It's his balls.
3: personality, man. He's a okay. He's just kind of a cocky dude who just yeah. Of it. And it's like you know
1: he's ripping away from like
3: dude even million foul balls like
2: I know I've I've seen it like, yes. congr-
1: congratulations have you ever caught a foul ball or a baseball at a, at a game
3: a minor league game not a not a major yeah, game. yeah I know minor it's league game takes league. a little of the buzz out of it yeah That's probably why I feel this way <laughs> too how about you
2: no no I've never I, I wouldn't try to catch one I don't think I'm comfortable as a matter of fact I'm ducking I'm running out of the way if oh. it's if it's if it's a home Pretty run love. no if it's a home you know could you imagine I yeah you know I'm, not, you running, yeah, you know I'm not bringing a glove well. to the game. Although I still have my glove from Fantasy Cap. Yeah. Um When I bought one. Um, if it's a home run ball, I'm getting out of the way, right? Because I got a longer time to see it coming. Mm-hmm. I don't like sitting close because, well, now we got the net. So Nets I'm, have I'm okay with it now. Yeah. But the one uh, World Series game, game four, when Ryan had the two home runs uh-huh. and I was sitting with Cindy, Cindy Lou, I was sitting with her. I had the Razor phone back then. We were sitting in those seats and there was no net. Yeah. That like, was dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, that was, we were in the one good seats, too down first baseline. It was I, 100. Level.
1: I mean, there was there was like a legitimate, people were mad they put nets up all, all around. It's like, I was happy. It's like, what are you talking yeah, about? There's Kidding me? There's absolutely, <laughs> there's only downside. Like, it's, like it's, it's, so obviously just do it. It's not impeding the way that you can watch a baseball game.
2: No. Something happened, right? Didn't, um, yeah, a kid got hit with a bat. I yeah, think. something, and that's what made him go to the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it did not impede the way you could watch a baseball game. No, it's been perfectly fun.
3: What's next? Uh, people that call out balls and strikes from the stands <laughs> when they're like four, you know, four levels up. Be the seven hundred level at the vet. Oh, that's you know me. what I mean? Oh, oh that's a, What are you talking about? That's a strike. Come
1: on! Oh, come on, Fran. That's no. that's good old classic fun. I'm
3: oh, sure it is. Come no, on, that's huh? annoying. I was at the I was at the, I, Mar- I was at the Marlins uh, wild card game, game one. Guy next to me kept oh yeah, it's a, uh, strike. like dude, it's, come on. How like, how, how, anno-
2: how annoyed do you get at me when when we're in the, when we're watching the games in the playoffs and I'm I'm yelling stuff, I'm yelling strikes. That's a ball, or how about the foul ball that gets hit that I think is a home run?
1: That's a lot. <laughs> no, the, those. The ones that do bother me—it's or, or it's like a, a weak pop up the shortstop, but it's like, oh, there it is! Yeah, 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 yeah finally. Uh, no. uh, I have not gotten annoyed at you because you're
2: so—you're so intense at the games. Oh, yeah, no. During the playoffs, you can't talk to Jack during the games, man.
1: No. I, again, I, I know there's like 45,000 people there. I'm alone. He is. He really is. <laughs> I'm, I'm by myself. He really is. I, I heard
3: you were crying after one of the uh, Astros World Series games.
1: Yeah. Well, game crying's, was, crying's a real. Like at home. It was, <laughs> it was very somber and didn't want to talk to anyone. Yes. It was
2: the, the, the no-hitter or game five?
1: Uh, It was game five.
2: Game five. I still had that hope. was
1: a tough one, yeah. I still had hope after the no-hitter. Yeah. You know? Game five, I was like, series is over. I don't yeah. care if they're going back to Houston. That was a tough one. <laughs> this series.
2: That was Thursday night too. Was it? Yeah, that was the that was the game I oh, couldn't yeah. stay for. It was the yeah. Texans game. Yep. It was Texans
1: yeah, yeah. game. Uh yeah. I remember that.
2: Schwarber lit up. That no hitter was bad enough.
1: <laughs> that was Marx's fault. <laughs> <laughs> that was Marx's fault. Uh but yeah, so I was very sad after after game five. Uh what's next?
3: Uh so number one, I first noticed this when I went to a Phillies Reds game uh, about five years ago. Okay. Someone was wearing a Mets jersey. Like, what are you doing? It's a Phillies-Reds game. Like, you're intentionally trying to be annoying. Right. And, um, yeah, it's yeah. Like, so people that wear jerseys where neither of the teams are playing, it's like, what are you doing? Well, right? Cowboys fans
1: do that when they go to Eagles
2: games. Eagles games, games yeah. yeah just to, they got to have their Cowboy jersey on, even though they're not playing the Cowboys. Just a troll.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. I agree. So, uh, pretty good top five, actually.
3: It wasn't bad there, Francisco. Yeah. I wasn't sure how you guys would respond. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of want the, the banter from you guys. Right. it's uh, kind of ripped me because I feel like it's got be more attention. That's- so maybe I'm doing too good now.
1: Right. You're heating you know up. I mean? You You're figuring out the top five? Yeah. yeah. This, maybe this isn't a good thing. It was too good of a top five. There's going to be no generation of Buzz off of the top five. <laughs> right. And we don't need Buzz to save it tomorrow. And then TK was saying that me and Buzz have a budding rivalry, which oh. isn't true.
3: Like, well, you should. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you think I should lead into it? Are you, are
1: you ducking Buzz? Yeah, I'm, I'm never saying, ducking yeah, Buzz. I love Buzz. See, it, now,
3: yeah. see, now you're trying to create it.
1: Because you can mean, like, have you seen Buzz? I mean, like, have I seen, what do you mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, he doesn't exactly inspire like a competitor. So, do you want me to Do you want me to talk trash to him? Sure. No, okay. I'm just kidding. No, we, we, we are ELE here at the afternoon show. Everyone love everyone. Two one five five nine two.
2: Never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> not before. I did
1: or not. ELE. Everyone love everyone. That's a uh, semi pro reference. And especially is to uh, the people on Twitter reacting to the AJ Brown interview. E-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> ELE. Yes, I know. I know the Kellen Moore question
2: was not great. It's all good. It's <laughs> all good, man. It's all, it's all good. One day we'll be able to laugh and, about it. And, and Jack, and we, we can, I, listen, I found it funny. I just didn't want to laugh in the middle of the damn interview because <laughs> it was a serious time.
3: <laughs> I, by the way, Jack, I didn't think you sounded as scared as everyone's
2: making it out. I point. know. They're trying to make they're my like, man oh, sound like he's petrified or well, something. Well, that's
1: because I, 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 got, I got in front of it.
2: Yeah, you, know? you lean, and you leaned all the way into this.
1: Yeah. Which is fine. You said you were bricks. Um... Was he, I was bleeping
2: bricks? Yes. It's yes.
3: <laughs> fine. It's one of the biggest interviews of the year and didn't know what was happening.
1: So yeah, There you yeah. go. No, thanks, buddy. I appreciate the support. You're back in my good graces for the top <laughs> <All right>. five advice. <laughs> <laughs> Door and Window uh, sponsors this segment. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale. Through February, receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit gogida.com. Let's see how this one goes. Herb's in the Northeast. Ooh, what's, what's happening, happening Herb?
4: Yeah, what's up, Jack? I'm uh, I'm watching uh, Lo- Logan O'Hoppy from uh, the Angels. Oh, training. nice. The Phillies lost 7-6. to They were winning, but I think they lost in the ninth or something.
1: Yeah, what? Merrifield hit a home run, so that was good.
4: Yep. Yeah, the new guy hit a home run there. I just saw that. Up
1: how was your weekend, Herb?
4: Well, how the past week I've been having a lot of pain in my left leg upper – Above the knee. I don't know if it's the hamstring or something um, in the leg. I've got a lot of problem walking and you got limp? getting in the car and all that bullshit. It's just uh, awesome. I went into the uh, world for last three days and I'm going back in there tomorrow. So uh, before I go to work, I heard you were down at the Sixers game last week, like Reese. I was. Yeah, a lot of people
2: saw you. They were telling me. Oh. Well, they actually, I, I yeah, I know I wound up asking somebody about you. Like, did, did they know you?
1: They know
2: me. I, they did. They did know you.
1: Yeah. I, think when people, I feel like when people meet you, Herb, they don't really forget you. You know, that's why I think you're so memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: brother, I hear you. Guys. All right, so well, what, el- what else you he got for us today, Herb? <laughs> When's this Howie Rose is supposed to talk this week? Right tomorrow. Tomorrow,
1: tomorrow, one thirty, and and Sirian is one forty-five.
4: One thirty, so I'll be down at the Wells Fargo. You, you're gonna have it on radio.
1: Oh, we wouldn't miss it for the world, Herb. We got you, buddy.
4: Yeah. Did you Did you uh, listen to
1: the AJ Brown interview, Herb?
4: Yeah, I saw. I heard all that. I, I, yeah, I, I I believe him. I mean, on most of the stuff. I mean. You know, uh, we all know he likes to have the ball, you know, like they, after he he was, after the team was 10-1, and it just seemed like they weren't getting him the ball as much. And, uh, you know, he's frustrated, you know, you're going to be like that, you know, it's guys like that, they, they get frustrated at times, you know, you can't. You, it's hard to stay all, you know, right. one on one kill. One, you know, it's hard to, you know. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, never <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, then. yeah.
1: Did you, you now with, with your leg injury? Were you able to knock out any any of the book this weekend?
4: You know what? I've I've worked, man. Yesterday, I did some walking around. I went up to KOP. I went. Today I was uh, waiting <laughs> on somebody and it never happened. So I'm just taking it easy. But I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do some. I'm going to do uh, the book on Wednesday. Cause, right.
1: uh, what, what, what chapter you I looking got, to knock out on Wednesday?
4: Uh, well, a lot of it's going to be now, like some of it with the uh, leaving, leaving school, and uh, leaving CCP, and then going to opening up the business and going to a lot of Phillies games and uh, during uh, 70, 74, uh, 75, 76, 77, 78, going to a lot of games after work whenever I get down there. and So that and that's the part I, of your book is going to Phillies
1: games in the 70s? Mike Schmidt and uh,
4: Larry Bower, they seen me down there because I right. had – I told you I had a free seat in the picnic area.
1: You had a free uh, seat. You
4: know, I had to hook up
1: uh-huh.
4: my friend Jackie Donley, who was the ball man, in left field was a friend of mine, and he hooked me up. All
1: right. Okay.
4: Besides Bobby Plumley. that's that's something. Your boy else.
1: Bobby Pumley, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's something else. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that's after that's in '85 when I started playing ball again. In the Pendel League, that's right. when Bobby came right. came into my life. Can you say you're throwing
1: like eighty-five to ninety in the pen in, in that league. What's that? Were you, you were throwing hard in the Pendel League?
4: Hey, I, I I I caught. There's guys that throw eighty-five, yeah, it's eighty-five, yeah, 90 prime fritz, some Yeah, prime Fritz. hard throw. A few of them. There's a guy named guy named Roy North. He passed away. He had some kind of disease or something. I don't know what happened to him. He played up. He was in Triple A with the Land of Braves. He threw like ninety.
1: And you were, you were catching that?
4: Uh, he wasn't on my team. He right. struck me out. He struck me out in the game I faced him. Yeah. Got it. Matter of fact, Ruben Amaro was in left field when when he when he I played in that game. Yeah. Right. Right, heard Nice. But right. uh, anyway, yeah. Bye. Uh, they're playing they're about to watch a lot of these games, yeah. uh the, Linova, I know. the Davidson, they had right. they lost two out of three, Stanford all
2: right. Got beat up by oh, Penn State. Uh, yeah, I It's a ready. lot of college basketball. All right. Herb. Would you pull the plug? All right, All you right. cannot be serious! My goodness, you over there, man! What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, i just trying, <laughs> He's trying to be nice. He had to, to know her. he wasn't going to stop. He was just going to keep
1: going. What's he doing? Reading the, reading the newspaper scores. <laughs> Nova's lost two or three.
2: Yeah, you're like, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. right. Score. Listen, I'm trying to listen. Yeah, yes, you're
3: trying to. You're hey, trying like, to... like he told Sunny Hill, he's he's one of the biggest callers on the on the show. Exactly. You know yes. I mean? Sometimes you got like, well, to like. And now ones. Jack's afraid to hang up
2: on anybody, so he just lets everybody just keep going.
1: Yeah. No, listen, listen. <laughs> we even had to but, dump Herb that uh, that call.
2: Yeah, I know. He said, BS. Well, "Yes, always, yeah,
1: yeah." I'm, again. The kids say shooketh, but I'm not not shooketh. I'm just trying to figure out when I'm going to get the best out of Herb. It's a low energy herb call today. Low energy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you got to know early. That's on me. Again, learning.
2: <laughs> either when you learn. You know. Somebody really did. One of the security people now, not, not. Yeah, I guess it was a security person down there. Did say something to me about Herb.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, he's very memorable. Well, and
2: they listen to the show all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, thought
1: so, I, I thought I saw Herb. I thought I saw Herb like working security. I was like, well, that's not allowed. You
2: thought, he, well. Doesn't he, he? He drives. He drives the buses in there. Yeah, right? and
1: remember, remember, he was supposed to be a security guard for the link, and I believe that we got him removed from that. oh because we, the more he talked, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he probably can't have that. Yeah,
2: guy. and wasn't he security at the at the bank? He, oh, no, it was the he was security somewhere. I thought he was going to I
1: think he's going to be the security guard at the link. Okay. Um, And we asked him, like, what would you do if someone came in with a, a knife or a gun? And he's like, oh, you know, just take it from him. <laughs> it's like, well, that's its not going to work. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not going to work at all. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, we will get to the text line. Plus, Eagles made an interesting hire. <laughs> Over the weekend. What does it mean? We'll get to that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: All right. For years, you've heard Dr. Glatt on WIP talking about his amazing services. Now, I'm bald. Some would say beautiful, but not everyone could be so lucky. Dr. Glad and the Glad Group—they know so many people that think hair restoration is a one-and-done procedure, but that's just not the case. The Glad Group have restoration treatments to strengthen before you need a hair transplant, as well as options to maintain your existing hair after a transplant. And their newest option is completely non-invasive—no needles, no pain and no downtime. It's called TED, which stands for Trans Epidermal Delivery. It's where growth factors are delivered directly to the hair follicles and both men and women are seeing great results from this procedure. What are you waiting for? Give my friends at the Glatt Group a call, always at the forefront of technology. Call them today, 610-980-4000 or drglatt.com That's 610-980-4000 or drglatt.com and tell them i agree sent you
0: call from mom answer it call silenced
2: instacart knows nothing gets between
3: you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
0: you have 47 new voicemails
3: download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last
1: back. It's the Afternoon Show Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll get back to the phones here in one second.
2: What is that? Hey, what is this? Uh, Styles P. Okay. It's the locks. Of course you don't know who the locks You don't like are. that beat? I, I, I haven't heard it, so I oh, was like, okay. yeah. I was, I was like, who is that? It's good. I, I think it's an Alchemist
3: beat. Old Girl. song or something new? Like 2005. Okay. Right around there. okay. Jack, Jack just wants to
1: rip it. Go ahead. No, so Master P was his name? <laughs> Styles P. Styles P. My Styles P. My bad. I got my P's mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go back to the phones here in one second. But I thought it was interesting. So, you know, the Eagles announced their coaching updates or whatever. They announced their whole staff here. Mm -hmm. Um, And this guy named Tyler Yelk is head coach quality control. Now, what is that? Is that because my first read on that is is he here to 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 keep the coach in check, right. so we don't need to worry about losing Big Dom and the team falling apart again, right? Or is he like helping with game day decisions? Is he game management stuff? I mean, a head specifically head coach quality control position is interesting.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think I've seen this before. Um, I've seen quality control, obviously. I don't think I've seen a head coach quality control. I wonder if that's some type of typo. Like and they don't realize it.
1: I don't know. I mean maybe they'll maybe they'll
2: ask Nick about it tomorrow. Well, cause here's the thing. You normally it's A, there's only one head coach. Exactly. So either you could be an assistant head coach, senior advisor to the head coach. Like they can they made up these titles where they can give you different titles. I, I've never seen a head coach quality control. Right. So I don't know what that really Entails as far as job description makes me think he's a quality control guy, meaning he runs the scout team, and that's usually where young coaches start. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, off of the last year with whatever, no, nah, I'm with you. I
2: saw it. I saw the same thing you
1: saw. Like whatever happened off of, with Big Dom going out and like right. controlling his emotions on the sideline. Like I just wonder what this guy's <laughs> job is. Like what? Right. I, hope, and I hope they ask him about it tomorrow. It's a short window. It's only 15 minutes for Nick. But what does a head coach quality control consist of?
2: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, it's a new one. It's, it's <laughs> certainly a new one. I do wonder maybe if it's, if it's game day stuff, too. Like, this is a good, good opportunity to go for it, you know, like, situational stuff, because last mm-hmm. year they weren't great at that.
2: They got an outside and inside linebacker's coach, I believe. <laughs> really? Right? And then you got a D-line? Uh...
1: Yeah, so so Clint Hurd is senior defensive assistant and defensive line. Um, it looks like Bobby King is the only inside linebackers coach. Okay. That, I guess I would suggest that they have an outside linebackers coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But – Tyler Scudder is defensive quality control. They did not, uh, they did not uh, sneak through any former head coaches that you know would create a buzz like last year with Patricia. <laughs> um, but still, I mean, I'm curious to see how they answer the uh, the uh, the question tomorrow if they do get asked about what the head coach quality control is. We'll go back to the phones here, in one, uh we'll go back to the phones, and then some thoughts on the uh, the Cam Newton situation from over the weekend. Let's go to B and KOP. What's happening, Brandon? What's going on, guys? What's
2: you doing? B, K-O-P. What's up, brother? Yes, yeah, sir.
5: Yeah, sir. Um, listen, so I, I, first of all, Ike, I wanted to give you props, man. Super professional. It was a pleasure to listen to it um, last Friday. I didn't get to listen to it live. Uh, but you handled yourself very, very well, and I appreciate that. Did you put on um, your
1: Tampa Bay Bucks jersey for the interview, or did you? stick You, you, you guys put me on hold. You guys sit me on
5: hold for three and a half hours. Listen, you know that. You know that any clout is good clout. I actually started a t-shirt company, and I've been selling them off the rack ever since that happened. So I really appreciate you guys, man. No problem. Uh, you know, I yeah, I bleed red and green, right? It makes sense. Listen, yeah, and listen. I bought by the way, I got a great. I don't know if anything's gonna top the Jason Kelsey uh, speech, but I got a great one here at the end. Okay. Um, but down to business. Listen, when I was, and I'll tell a quick story. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cook real quick, as uh, as, as you guys would say. When I was, uh, I was working in a call center, and they moved me up to management position, right? And I got a percentage of the board, right? And they, they expected me to motivate guys, right? Jalen Hurts gets a percentage of the board whether he likes it or not. He's gotta motivate these guys. And he, he he did it he did it two years ago. He didn't do it last year. And and and, and I, it, I I didn't as soon as they popped me in a management position, I wasn't motivating guys right away. I had to learn and I and I had to be developed as a manager. And that's kind of the role that Jalen Hurts is in, just in a way bigger way. He's, he's got to be that guy to be able to motivate his guys. I, I remember watching games because this year he wasn't, he, he wasn't able to win games. Cause two years ago he took over games and was able to run all up and down the field and win games when people weren't doing what they were supposed to do.
1: Um, well, sure, but the he, team was also better, though, too, and they played worse opponents.
5: Well, well listen. Listen, <laughs> but, but but there was there was times that there was games where the the team just didn't the the they just didn't have it and Jalen Hurts was able to run the ball up and down the field and make plays happen. I believe that with the change of coaching, he's got to get on the same page with his offensive coordinator. They got to have something for the blitz. Mm-hmm. Um now now I'm gonna I'm gonna also recant what I said a couple weeks ago to you guys. I I told you guys a couple weeks ago that to, uh, get rid of AJ Brown because like from from the outside looking in when I because I I listen to w, WIP all day long and so what I hear is like. I, I, I hear all the – I don't want to call them rumors, right? We're trying to stay away from that. But I hear all the, like, hot takes that are coming out. And, like, so, yeah, I had, like, a bad taste in my mouth for A.J. Brown. I have the utmost respect for A.J. Brown calling the station and coming at you guys as real as possible. I agree with you, Ike, that I I, I would love him to retire an Eagle. I just think that he – that that was such a bold move to do, and I wish that more athletes would do that
2: um yeah me too call us up anytime three o'clock
5: <laughs> yeah no it was really it was really cool man it was really cool and i think uh i i think chuck from mount airy said it um earlier today they called the best show he knew what he was doing he called the best show you guys are great um, and so, so I know that nobody's going to beat the Jason Kelsey um, um, speech. If it loses, well. I mean, I mean, shame on you guys. If it loses,
1: shame <laughs> on Hold you. On. Guys. Is, is a Kelsey speech overtaking the Iverson round? Listen, yeah, I, I believe so. Yes,
5: mm, all right. I, I would listen. Just, just put me at. Put my vote <laughs> right, well, well, what's, in your, there answer? what's for, your answer? What's your answer? Listen, I think a B from KOP Sports Take is definitely top ten. You know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh. You're saying you're putting your own. Yes, you're submitting yourself. Yes, I am, bro.
5: You listen, listen. Just like I expect Jalen hurts. To be developed as a leader, uh-huh. be from KOP. Hold on, be from KOP's been calling this station for about a year and a half now, and I'm starting to get developed. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking at least top it. ten.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel,
2: feel, it. I feel, I feel it.
1: it. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, you're a Bucks fan, but but we but we we, we feel it.
5: Being KOP. This
1: Andy was definitely
2: enjoying himself today. <laughs> I, well, he's because he's on hold. was on hold. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly ain't kept himself busy. Yeah, listen, being KOP is is developing. He is. He, is. he, 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 he we're, is. good takes. Yeah.
1: King of Prussia is one of our our, our strong strong area. strong
2: suits. You know, we, that in Mount Airy, nothing is stronger than Mount Airy. No,
1: nothing stronger than Mount Airy. Mount Airy is a sports radio haven. I see. I've never. Well, I, I think I've been around Mount Airy. I don't know if I've been in Mount Airy, but the way that I envision it yes. is, it's just WIP I, is like on.
2: I, I can assure you, you have not been to Mount Airy. Well, I was at somewhere that
1: was kind of close to it.
3: I think one time. So top five color areas coming soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: exactly. I was
2: up there some <laughs> Would you say I was close to it? <laughs> I was close to
1: it. I was around there sometime some way. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. But I envisioned that Mount Airy, they just have WIP on. Like, it's blaring. A lot down of takes the out there, yeah. <laughs> A lot of our callers are from Mount Area. A lot Mount of takes, Airy. man. Yeah. Sports Radio Hotbed. All right. Uh, Cam Newton was going one on how many? Oh God, one on six, four? seven. One on six, yeah. Why are people continuing to try to go at Cam Newton?
2: Can I just say this real quick, man, to, to, to the youth out there, man? You know, when you got a former professional athlete, let alone someone of Cam Newton's um, stature, right. former MVP, number one overall pick, Heisman Trophy winner. MVP. MVP. Um man appreciate that and take advantage of the opportunity don't take it for granted i don't know what it is about cam that has these people wanting to try him man i don't see this at no other camp anywhere i don't know only at cams camps i mean last year was the kids were
1: like you're trash you're trash like yeah
2: like we're talking about like 13 14 year old kids we have a little bit of res- a little bit of respect. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, just a little bit. Well, of respect. But then Cam's arguing with him back and forth. Not this time. I mean, last year, yeah, and a couple years. Talking how
1: he's a millionaire.
2: Yeah, I guess he has this travel seven on seven team that's supposed to be pretty good. And seven on seven is a, is big nowadays. Yeah, you know, it's the way it's it's equivalent to AAU basketball and 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 travel baseball. It's a way for the football guys to, from a skill position standpoint, stay sharp, work on their skills and all that type of stuff. So he has this traveling team where they go around playing other teams. And, man, I'm not blaming this on him. Quite frankly, I would say a couple things here. Cam, you need some security. And I know I saw security there, but I mean you need, like, personal security where someone's walking around with you, especially if this is happening. It's one thing for you to go to your camp and, you know, you want to be yourself and be with the kids. I get that. But, dude, this is is getting scary. Like, people laugh this off, and that's fine because nothing major happened. Think back to the Aqib Tlaib situation with his brother Mm -hmm. at a youth football game. Somebody ended up dead. Mm -hmm. They went and got their their gun and shot somebody. Like, this stuff gets crazy with with people. And so that could have ended up so poorly, man. I don't know. You don't know who could have came to that part with what. Who's re- related to those kids that, that you were fighting or what have you? And this thing could have led to something very drastically happening to one of those kids, to Cam Newton, to anybody. Like, dude, e- either, either you got to beef up security to where you're, you're untouchable when it comes to stuff like this, or you got to just stop coaching. Because if you can't control yourself to where this doesn't happen and there's a back and forth, and again, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying remove yourself. You're too important to your family, your own kids, to be involved in this type of stuff, man. That could have ended so poorly. It really could. That could have ended. And we've seen this at these youth games and things of that nature. All it takes is somebody to run to the car. Yeah. And Cam Newton is 6'5", 250 pounds. He's not a little guy. And they found that out yesterday, or whenever day did that happen? Yesterday or Saturday? I don't even remember. Over the weekend? Yeah, over the weekend. But they found out how strong he is. Yeah, he was slinging people. He sure was. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> and it's just like, and I'm he, glad he didn't throw any punches. No, because really, he really was just trying to keep people off him. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't understand why people are are trying him all the time. I, I have no idea, man. And listen, he engages in the back and forth trash talk. Maybe that's something you don't want to do with kids. But I saw the clip where the coach was talking trash about Cam Newton prior to. Right. I just, I'm glad that didn't end horribly, man. Like, that could have ended so much worse than what it did yesterday or over the weekend.
1: And especially in this day and age.
2: Yes. People are crazy. Man. (laughs) Yeah, Cam, you got too much going on for you, brother. <laughs> Not, I mean, you just do hmm? to be involved in that. And I never see this at anybody. I never see this at another athlete's camp where he is constantly being and, disrespected, man. And fights. Yes.
1: It's t- <laughs> teenagers. teenagers. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Tony's in Allentown. What's happening, Tone?
2: Tony?
6: Tony. Yeah, I'm here, guys. All right. What's, What's up, brother Tony? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Uh, so you guys are talking about AJ. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think he did a good thing. Uh, I support him.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. What uh, else? What else you got? <laughs> I went to a Flyers game.
2: Nice. There you go. Which that, one? You go to the win or the loss? How'd that go? Uh,
1: I, well, they lost twice. Oh, wow. Ah, yeah. I saw they got they lost a big one out in Pittsburgh yesterday. Cal Peterson, fraud. <laughs>
6: Six to seven—that was a
1: shootout. Yeah, it's a lot of goals. Too many goals. Need, need better defense. Out I of like. I
2: like a lot of goals. First, no, you can't first, have that. Not that first many. game I watched Not all year. Not that
1: many, Ike. They gotta figure out the defense and the goalie if they're gonna go on any kind of run. That's... Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
6: So that's <laughs> funny kidding. that you mentioned that because I, my wife and I went down there on a kind of like a belated um, Valentine's Day
1: yep. trip. Okay,
6: mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed the night. And at the end of the game, it was a great game, by the way. Great fight of the year. Um, they should have won the game. They had two breakaway goals, they blew it.
1: Oh, yeah, Al was texting me about this. He wanted me to bet on the, the fight that happened on Saturday between – I saw that. Yeah, it's a good, good old-fashioned hockey fight there, Tom. Man,
2: a little unfair, though, right there, Tom. I mean, one guy is six 6'7", man. That, that's a serious reach.
1: Hey, that Flyers dude won the fight. Yeah. You think so? They they better win the fight. (laughs) Yeah. Some Broad Street
2: bullies. I was Uh, there. Well, I mean, I saw the fight, too. I wasn't there. If anything, it's a draw at best. Who did better, the
1: Flyers guy or Cam Newton? Oh, the uh, Flyers well, guy. At okay. least sure. I
2: mean, the Flyers guy got a few in. He got some. He got some punches in. For sure. no, it's, no, no,
6: no, no, no. The, the Flyers guy never went down. It's the guy that went down. However, in all fairness, if you take a guy down in hockey fighting, then you're then you're ending the fight.
2: I
1: was just gonna say the same thing, Tony.
2: Well, I tell you, where I, where I come from, if you get lumped up more than the other guy, you lost the fight.
6: Hey, if you stand your ground, no, you win every fight. That's a, that's
2: a good point. I'm with you on that one, Tony. As long as you ain't running, Jack. Um, <laughs> I like reaching. you never ran. That's why. Never I ran, ran. Never ran. Never. Here, Believe Jack me, Fritz, I, yeah, I, ran. I've, I've taken a few L's, too. So, yeah, it's okay, though. But I no, that's why kept I my dignity. Your-
6: When I lived in Philly for two years, that's why I loved the the Eagles. I fell in love with the Eagles, the B-Doc, you, Mm -hmm. and Trot, all those guys. You didn't like the Eagles
1: before that, only until you lived Mm -hmm. in Philly? I mean,
6: like, I mean, I paid attention, but, like, I really started to follow. Yeah.
1: All right, I got you. What's
6: your uh, your good uh, sports rant? Uh, You got to go with Mike Singletary.
1: I love the Mike Singletary one. Can't
6: coach him, won't do it, can't do it. And then (laughs) sent Davis to the locker room, and he said during that that speech, I I have to admit, I I refreshed my memory. He said during that speech that he would play with 10 guys who got penalized from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, then play a guy like Vernon Davis.
1: Yeah, he really didn't like Vernon Davis, Tony. I appreciate the phone call. Can't do it. (laughs) Can't <laughs> do it.
2: Can't do it. Because Vernon hey, Davis – Yeah, he said no, – no, he said Vernon Davis straight. <laughs> I think for Vernon Davis became like a Pro Bowl tie-in after that.
1: Yeah, he did, ended up being a good player. Yeah. But it was just like – well, because I was younger, obviously, when that happened. Because mm-hmm. as Vernon Davis went along, you know, I was like, Vernon Davis is a star. It's like a Yeah, stud. yeah. And Mike Singletary is like, <laughs> can't win with him. Yeah.
2: He um, was yeah. immature, though. At that point, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's a great Terp. I think. Uh, yeah, I know. I remember. Um, I want to say. I think B West was on that team.
1: Well, he was at one point.
2: Well, no, I think I, it was on there one year. I think it was that team that, like, that year. I thought it was earlier because
1: wasn't wasn't B West out there in ten?
2: Yeah, 2010. When so, was that? I thought that, I thought that rant was like oh seven
1: ish. Yeah. It was, was was Singletary before or after Mike Nolan? I was uh, in middle school, so I was like oh seven, oh eight.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, no,
1: I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was a little bit later. But regardless. You know what?
2: But B West was out there, he played for Mike Singletary.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was.
2: Yeah, and that was when Frank Gore was there, and yeah, it, let him get a rep. It, it didn't think Mike Santeri was a very good coach. Well, he ended up being right. He's <laughs> not coached since. I don't think. Maybe I shouldn't put that out on me. You shouldn't, <laughs> do that. I shouldn't tell people B West felt that way, but that's the way he felt. All right,
1: let's uh, let's get to what we do every day, and that is the afternoon show text line.
5: Andy in Deptford reminds me of Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile. <laughs> Brendan in Strawberry Mansion.
1: I <laughs> could see it. I <laughs> could see it. Cheddar Bob. That was pretty good. I haven't seen 8 Mile in a while. No. No? In a while. In yeah, a while. it's been a
2: while since I've seen 8 Mile, but I've, I've seen it several times. I mean, it's just like
1: one of the most memorable scenes of all time <laughs> at, at the end. Um, and 8 Mile is obviously great. And had they made the Super Bowl, I, I would have liked to have seen him, him redo it. You know? Like on live at the stage of the super bowl one of my
2: favorite rappers now, now,
1: now you did recently kick him out of your top five i right? did yeah i did <laughs>
2: still in my top 10 though that's good that's good
1: what's uh what's next jack should be scared aj waiting on the line
2: <laughs> listen i know i'm well aware wasn't, wasn't my dog ain't scared man He ready to man I can't even fake like you ready to fight if we get into a fight.
1: Dude, I might have to get into a fight.
2: You might have to. Let somebody punch you in the nose. Yeah,
1: yeah Maybe down in Clearwater. <laughs> maybe when we're down there, start a, start a skir <laughs> What did I call it? A skir-f-whirl. <laughs> yeah. Like, think, do we have to dump that? I think we had to dump it. I think we did dump it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I- sh- i', I, I, I fuffle kerfuffle, The problem was, I was getting texts- before he was about to hop on mm-hmm. of like alright we don't think he's there we don't think it's really him right you know so I was like trying. people to-
2: don't realize that people don't realize the other like the behind the scenes stuff that was going on
1: yeah, I was getting text from Rod like we don't think it's him I was like alright cool we'll move on and they're like hold on we FaceTimed him it's him within <laughs> <laughs> five minutes it goes from I don't think it's AJ Brown to here's AJ <laughs> Brown on the phones <laughs> It was a big turnaround. It was. Well, what's next?
5: You want me to be more vocal? I'm calling in tomorrow. Jalen in Philly.
1: Now, if we get Jalen to call in, I mean, that's that's how you know. Because he, he doesn't eat the rat poison. He
2: does not eat the rat poison. Right. Um, yeah, something tells me Jalen ain't nowhere around social media right now.
1: Do you think he, Do you think he's in Texas or do you think he's here?
2: Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I have no idea. I would say here. Yeah. I think so. I know.
1: You probably get better work outside in, in Texas, obviously. Than yeah, the,
2: the weather is much better, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he's back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Houston, right? Houston. Yeah, from Houston, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, what's next? Jolly
2: owes me
5: a million bucks. I'll be waiting. Dominic in Denver.
1: <laughs> so do you have the audio of this? I do. Do you want me to get it? So what what is like the backstory here behind Jolly owing a guy a million dollars? So Dominic in Denver called in a couple of weeks ago.
3: Okay, I was actually I was working that night. Nice. And um, he tried to correct, or he told Jolly that uh, Gary Kubiak was the the coach for the Broncos uh, in the Super Bowl in 2014. Okay, and Jolly was like, no, it wasn't. It was John Fox. And they went back and forth, and then Gary Kubiak, uh, and then Dominic said, like, all right, I'm gonna you know, I'll fact check you, and I'll call you back. And he called him back Saturday night. And he told him like, "Hey, uh, I called you a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, uh, it's Gary Kubiak." And Jolly was like, "I knew that. What are you talking about? I, I, I knew that. Why, why are you even trying to? Why are you, you're a liar? Blah blah blah." Right. So, and then he said uh, something about you know a million dollars. A Million dollars. So. Right. Yeah. That was pretty much
2: it. Good explanation. So Fox was the Fox was the coach when they <laughs> lost can... to Seattle.
1: Yeah. So Kubiak took over in '15, I believe. Right.
2: He uh, yeah, would have had to right. and, and, and won his rookie year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the, I mean, it was John
1: Fox's team, though. Yeah. Thirteen and fourteen, and they fired him. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Well, Jolly
3: called him a liar. Like he never right. called him blah blah blah. And anyway, good explanation. What's next? What the f- are you doing, AJ? Howie at the Novacare.
1: It was probably some tense times down at the Novacare. You think? I, well, I bet they were like, please don't say something wrong. Like,
2: Well, they, they didn't know he was coming on. They did not know he was coming on. Because so, we didn't know if he was coming on or not. So, so we didn't
1: know if it was a real Twitter account or not, right. too.
2: I, I would imagine, I mean, he was on, shout out to AJ, he said he was only giving us 10 minutes, but he gave us 20. 20. Yeah, yeah it was 20 minutes. Um, uh, I would think that they were, they walked away from that.
1: Well, I think, they walked, Please, I think yeah. they walked away from it So fine. you mean during it. I bet when they were listening, it was right. a little different.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know how the hell this is going to turn out.
1: And he's, an, he's obviously an emotional guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm sure that they're, while it was going on, they were definitely nervous.
2: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying now.
1: But, yeah. but after, I think it's fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't
1: – again, it was not confrontational. I mean, he obviously was emotional. That's fine. But and, it, and it he ended up being
2: fine. Well, and here's the main thing as far as the Eagles are concerned. He didn't throw any of his teammates under a bus. He didn't blame anybody else. He, As a matter of fact, he really said he was defending his teammates. Right. And and speaking of – because that's the one thing I was going to say. <laughs> Other than the hypothetical question. Right. <laughs> like, nobody has really blamed A.J. for anything. What the, the, the discussion was, do, does him and Jalen get along? Right. And, when- and nobody said – like, you can't look at A.J.'s numbers and be like – well, AJ's the reason why they were losing games.
1: No. I, no. I, like, maybe the only caller was even OG, but OG was...
2: Yeah, and, he, and, 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 and that's the other thing. We got to stop taking what a caller says and blaming it on us. <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: And then say OG Wade's reporting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean... I'm sure when you hear all this stuff, you just
2: lump it all together. I think that's what it was, but I, but I'm only think, but fans started running with like, yeah, you're blaming AJ for like. No, I don't think anybody blamed AJ for losing well, games. Well, and also, also they wondered whether he was happy being here or not. Well, and frankly, like I don't
1: know how if you really pay attention to the team and, and like consume all the content, and, and you didn't have like at least a little bit of worry that maybe something go, is going on with the quarterback and the wide receiver. Like I just don't know, like, I feel like you're I not think paying everybody, attention. I
2: think. Everybody, Everybody did. I think what ultimately happened was that we we started talking about A.J. And eventually this spiraled into rumors and trade rumors and all this other stuff. So then as fans, and it's understandable, I'm not blaming fans, but as fans, it switches from being mad about the season, how the season ended, to hold on. We love AJ. Hey, don't run AJ out of town. Like why are we pinning all this on AJ and, and focusing on him? When I think I don't think that was ever our intention as far as blaming AJ. Mm.
1: Well, and once again. No one's ran anyone out of town, you know? Yeah. Like, like it just it's more something that people say and for some reason it gets turned into a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I, again. There's not really a, a good, clear example of someone that we ran out of town, unless you want to say Ben, and then you're welcome.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Doc ran Ben out of town. Yeah, listen. Yeah, blame
1: Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Joel. Doc. His biggest contribution to the team. <laughs> biggest contribution. Twitter question uh, sponsored by Mark's Jewelers, looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts. Shop Mark's Jewelers' is extensive collection for the perfect gift online mark-jewelers.com. Uh, tomorrow we have Howie and Nick's press conference. That'll will be a big one 130 145 uh elliot will be live from uh indianapolis Why, i tell you that guy gets
2: around yeah man i saw i, I saw the uh, Dave. i think it was dave zangaro said it was 75 degrees in uh, indianapolis
1: today. oh man they're gonna be tanning
2: gonna have... it was just snowing last week at the all-star game it's 75 degrees today the, the nba all-star
1: game <laughs> was so bad
2: in indianapolis
1: they changed all the rules for cities to be able to get all-star games Oh, they did. Yeah, they said yeah, he had a certain amount of hotel rooms. Like, like they, they right. changed all the parameters because of the, because of Indianapolis.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they really scoped that out as much as they should have. <laughs> they
1: should have prior to.
2: It's like the Jacksonville Super Bowl. Exactly,
1: and the New York Super. Well, New York was fine. Minnesota Super Bowl, maybe freezing. I don't know if we'll be back. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, fun show today. We'll be back tomorrow. Who's on tonight? We have Robbie E and Al Morgani. Okay, they will take you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio ninety four WIP